What's up, guys? There's one here, and welcome back to another edition of the Three Way Dance Wrestling Podcast. And of course, you can't have a menage a trois unless there's three of us. So, joining me as always is Shelby, aka Shubs. Man's got a cough. Oh, God. See, I thought you were going to do the, the, the hey thing. That's where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> but it should have. <laughs> yeah. And joining me as always is how will he know if he really loves me, Nick? How will I know if... Oh, I forget the next word. <sighs> that Whitney Houston movie is going to be dope, though. What's up, everybody? That I wanted to answer somebody, I think it's called. Stanley Tucci's Miles Davis. That's going to be fucking dope. Clive Davis, not Miles Davis. Clive. I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, not Stanley Miles Davis, Miles Clive Davis. Davis. I got too excited. I thought people freaked out when Scarlett Johansson was in Ghost in the Shell. They're really going to flip shit for that one. Um, but anyway, guys, we got a big show for you here tonight. We are reviewing the 2000 Indies movie Backyard Dogs, which came out in 2000 at the height of the back uh, backyard wrestling uh, era there. And I, I, I told Nick and Shelby, do not say anything about this movie in the chat, because every now and then we'll mention something about a pay-per-view or that we watch, you know, for the show in the chat. I was like, this time I don't want to hear shit. I want y'all to save it because I can't wait to hear the reaction for it. And, of course, we're going to play It Came From eBay and the three-word dance. And there's even a little prize uh, I have for y'all, uh, for whoever gets the most points at the end of um, – uh, prize? Yeah. Uh, at the end of It Came From eBay here tonight. I'll tell you about that a little later. Uh, and we're going to bring Fuck. back – I don't want to know about it now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I want it to be a surprise. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, and of course we're going to bring back, he said what tonight? That's going to be our after uh segment game there. Uh, and before we get to all that, of course, we've got to get to some news here and let's bring this one first. Cause triple H of course, we, as we all know, is in charge now and he, and he's on a rehiring tear here. And his latest rehire is one Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox returned on SmackDown Friday with uh, with some newly colored hair, uh, helping out, I believe, Shotzi Blackheart, was it? Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, I'm sorry. Liv Morgan, thank you. I was like, did they reunite Shotzi and Knox? But they didn't. Uh, so what do we think about uh, uh, Tegan Knox's return to the WWE? I saw it coming, but not in yeah. that way. Fuck, I thought she was already back. But I guess we were talking about a week ago, so I don't know how long I've known this news. Maybe I thought I knew about it already. He's he's just he's he's bringing so many people back. You just you forget that some of them were gone in the first place. Well, <laughs> well, like, like I think like week. when he brought back when he brought back Dexter Loomis, I think it would have been like what five months since he had been released. Yeah, you know he was released like on the same day as Dakota Kai. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I mean, I, I remember when Tegan Knox was released. Cause like once they brought her to the main roster, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's good for her. And the second, I mean, like the, the split second I read Tegan Knox has been moved to raw. I'm like, they're going to release her ass. <laughs> I called it that second. And what do you know? A few months later, Tegan Knox has been released from her. I was like, I fucking knew it. Don't ever fucking doubt me. All oh. right. So Tegan Knox. Is back and now it looks like she's teaming with Liv Morgan. I would have thought they reunited uh Shotzi and Knox, which that well, was Shotzi looked like shit after Survivor Series, though. 
Well, you know, I didn't add that to the news cycle, but I guess we can bring it up. Apparently, uh, Ronda Rousey, you know, she goes on Twitch and games a lot, which I didn't think they were allowed to do anymore, but whatever. Um, uh, at least to make money, I guess. I guess they can go on for fun, but whatever. Well, anyway. and if you're like, if the company's getting a cut, I think it's okay, too. Ronda can lick my crack. And Ronda probably has a special contract, don't forget. She probably has like a letter. That's true, too. Apparently, Ronda Rousey went on her gaming stream and basically uh, told everybody, like, hey, that DDT shit, that was my fault. Y'all can't blame Shati for that. Because apparently, she never took a spot like that. So, when they got to the arena, uh, apparently, she has a ring at home, in her home. So, they couldn't practice it there because her, her ropes are too loose. So they're like, all right, we'll practice it at the arena. Well, when they got there, they had the War Games cage set up. So they couldn't practice it there. So they they basically described it to her. Okay, this is what you need to do to properly take this move and protect Shotzi at the same time. So when it came time to do that spot, it just all kind of like, okay, what do I do? Like, oh, fuck. You know, and, you know, she just she just couldn't remember. All. She, so I'll give her credit. She at least took the blame for it. It well, still looked like shit, but she yeah, at least took I the just blame. she at least took the blame, but it's still like I just uh, <coughs> it was still a shit match. I'm not gonna defend the match at all, but I'll give her credit for at least taking the blame for it. Shotzi needs to have the Blackheart last name back. That's what I'm saying. See, when they took away the Blackheart name, I was like, okay, I can understand. They took away the Blackheart name. They took away her fucking tank. She's got the tank back. Oh fuck this stupid that. Fuck you. But when they took it, when it came up, when it was just Shotzi and Knox, I'm like, Knox, <coughs> really? You're gonna roll with that one? You know, but oh, yeah, thankfully Knox they gave, fucking stupid. Yeah, thankfully they gave Tegan Knox her name back. You know, and everybody's all smiles. You know, hey, speaking of smiles, Jordan Miles. Uh, there was do what? Jordan Miles. No, not Jordan. <laughs> not Jordan Miles. No. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there was an interesting name uh, at the Performance Center this weekend. Uh, do you oh, want to try fuck. it? fuck. Yeah, one of which was Casey Navarro, which I'm not real familiar with their work. Um, but another name that I am familiar with their work is Smiley Kylie Ray. Oh, yeah, fuck. Getting a tryout with WWE. Now, I was close again, with ACH then. You were. Um here, here's my here's my thing. I'm break a fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's my thing with this. You know, awesome that she's getting a WWE tryout. That's that's awesome. Good for her, man. Good that she's made it to that level where WWE said, "Hey, come on in. Let's take a look at you." You know, because a lot of people, you know, only fuckers like us can dream of that. You know. Yeah. And here she is. She fucking made it. You know. But here's the thing with it. Okay, she made it to AEW, which, you know, uh, AEW, I guess you could say, is the number two company right now. But she made it there. It's the participation trophy. (laughs) If Tony Khan needs a new one for his collection, he's like, but I'm just saying, when it comes to like, yeah. When it comes to like major television deals and shit like that, they're number one. They are, they're number one. Okay, fine. They'll, They'll never be number one, but. Um. So she was there, and of course, some shit happened where she was like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. All right. She then goes to Impact. It's a pretty sweet deal. And then apparently, like, her mental issues fuck got this shit, I'm out of here. And fuck this shit, I'm out of here. You know? MLW, uh, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. 
NWA, she seems to be doing pretty good in. So here's my thing, though. If for some reason WWE is just like, hey, fucking A, here's a contract. How long before she's like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here? Because look at Mara Ronaldo. Don't get me wrong. I love Mara Ronaldo. Even at one point, point, Mara Ronaldo is just like, fuck him in his cowboy hat. I'm out of here. <laughs> well, Lars Sullivan had an issue with like increasingly large size crowds. Besides all the other shit, but that was one of the things like he had stage fright when it came to increasingly large crowds, and he would like have like issues, anxiety related backstage where he couldn't, yeah. he just couldn't go out in front of people. It, it didn't, it wasn't taking away from his ability, and I feel like Kyle Gray has something like that too. Like I just. Mm-hmm. Like a stage fright type deal. So I just, I don't know. I don't know. How do you perform in a ring when you have straight stage fright? That's just. I mean, I guess you keep her in NXT where it's a minimal crowd in the locations that they do. You don't send her I on guess. live events I don't know. If you're going out of Florida. Is there, like I, point, is there just a point where you're like, I'm never going to actually make it in this business because I can't get in front of a crowd. Maybe I should do something else. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I ACH and Leo Rush are right up there, too, so... Well, <laughs> ACH yeah. is... They should still form a fucking group, man. <laughs> Three of them. We retire all, like, this much. No, no, they should... Form Kylie, Ray, Kylie Ray, ACH, Leo Rush, Tessa Blanchard, the unhirables. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Tessa's, like, off in her own fucking world, though. Like, she's on her own level of unhirable. <laughs> Best wishes to Tessa. Yeah. Best wish is uh, Tully. Yeah. No, but Tully's her dad. That's true. Did I, did I tell y'all about the um the the best of Lars Sullivan DVD I bought? No, no you didn't. Is yeah, it porn? Bought, yeah, <laughs> it was just two porn? guys blowing each other. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good one. It was like best uh, of Lars Sullivan. Next week it me... came from eBay. <laughs> I was like, best of Lars Sullivan. Let me pop this in. And it was just Lars Sullivan blowing a guy. And I was like, wow, this is not what I expected. <laughs> I, I didn't want. <laughs> who is more on higher or who is more unfuckable though? Lars Sullivan or fucking uh, uh, Kyrian Cross? Lars Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. Like, so? un- wait, 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 wait. Unfuckable or unhirable? Unfuckable. Oh, carrying cross. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> oh my god. You want that <laughs> totally. bald headed, like ugly bastard. Well, but there's it's possible that Scarlet If there's a gun to my head cross in there, so Lars Sullivan a, can fuck off. If there's a gun to my head and they're like, You have to fuck carrying cross or Lars Sullivan, I'm like, at least Lars Sullivan knows his way around a dick. But it's more it's more likely that Lars <laughs> has another dude there versus Cross, where Scarlet's probably in the vicinity. So it's like, well, if there's a chance to boink Scarlet, then I'll take Cross. Even no, though I'm like, what are the whatever. chances? Yeah, especially after like hearing Cross has his way with you. Hey, hey, I mean, let's say you have your way with Cross instead. And he's like, oh, I don't God. think that's happening. But I don't okay, think but, but it's okay. But in a world where that does happen. <laughs> and Cross is just like, oh, Scarlet, you gotta try this. Then you've got your fucking <laughs> ticket to do whatever. <laughs> but that's not gonna happen, though. 
Okay, but that's not what I we're talking about I seriously doubt. Here. I seriously that's not doubt. We're, talk- we're not talking about the current world. We're talking about a fantasy world here. I can- seriously <laughs> doubt Carrying Cross would fuck me and then be like, Charlotte, you gotta try this, man. Hey, it's not about the size or anything like that. It's the motion of the ocean. You can do some things in there. I think you'd be like, oh, fuck, time is ticking, Scarlet. you got to get in on this. What the hell is this podcast become? <laughs> it's all about a way of branching out to potential new listeners, which is yeah. more and more outrageous. Oh, yeah. I yes. stick with my answer. I, I say with Lars Sullivan because he at least knows his way around a dick. I don't know the cross doesn't, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, join us on our next Shelby, podcast. Your answer? <laughs> um, I guess you proposed the question, so I, I want to hear like, your answer. That's what I'm like, saying. I feel like carrying cross would be more gentle. Yeah, we are. Lars what? Sullivan's a lot more of a brute, I think, than carrying cross. Okay, whatever. You both <laughs> in the head. Um. I think Lars Sullivan would be number one on my list. <laughs> hey, speaking of number one, um, there has been, t- again, there's, why are there so many of these fucking stories where I think it's just going to be like, hey, that's cool, and then we move on. But no, there's always some bullshit that's got to go along with it. Um, PWI's top 100 tag teams came out oh, this week. Fuck. Oh, and yeah. the Usos. The Usos were ranked number one, and I was like, hey, good for them. Fucking right on. And I thought that'd be it. But no, people are losing their fucking minds over this. Yeah, because the yeah. number two tag team would be number one if anybody in the own company took them seriously. But the, cool, no, but here's the Cowboys no. can't deal with that. I know. No. But here, Usos have been champions for almost a year. How does that not almost guarantee them a number one spot in a year? I mean, That's if FTR had... It's not paranoia. It's belts, the Usos. If, if FTR had the tag team belts in their own company, they'd be holding on to, what, four different tag team title belts? No, I think that's a pretty originally, good constitution as like well. Like I said in the fucking, our group chat, it was supposed to be, before Jeff Hardy got his DUI, the long-term storyline plan was that the Hardys would beat fucking Jurassic Express, the Young Bucks would beat the fucking Hardys, and then challenge FTR for a winner-takes-all match, and FTR would fucking lose and end up off TV. I don't so think if Jeff that Hardy was... hadn't got drunk and behind the wheel, then the fucking Young Cucks would be fucking all the tag champions, and FTR I don't think wouldn't that be they... on TV. I don't think that they ever planned to even have another match with FTR, to be honest with you. I think they Those were just like saying that. can't deal with the fact that <clears throat> there are multiple teams better than them. It doesn't matter what their ability is. Fuck them both. They well, can't it's fucking just, and, deal with it. I mean, to get into AEW talk, but I mean, they've been the focal point of the company basically since they went in, even if they didn't have the tag belts. They were still. As they should have been. They fucking formed the fucking company. But, but still. It's it's just, it's been four years of that now. Like, let's get. I wiped my ass with headbands like that. So fuck them. Yeah, it's the same thing that I feel with the Lucha Brothers, though, too. I feel like they're just fucking shoved down people's throats. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. But what? how do you feel about the acclaim, then? Scissor me daddy ass. <laughs> I, the scissor me daddy ass is a little much, but hey, it's over and people fucking love chanting it, so I wouldn't. A little much, fuck you. Um, I, I, I like the acclaimed. I just, I don't. 
I don't see them as tag team champions, and I think they should have been transitional. And maybe they will be, but I don't know that they really should be holding them on for long, so to speak. They just beat FTR. Did they really? Yeah, I see that, on fucking Dynamite. What, yeah, they like beat last F- night? They beat- yeah. Yeah, oh, they beat fuck. FTR. No, no, get this, right? So they beat FTR. Get ready, you're going to love this. They okay. beat FTR, okay? And then... Austin and Colton Gunn show up on their fucking Tron or whatever and announce that their Briscoes and FTR match will be a dog collar match. A double dog collar match. I uh, so I saw that. Now why are Colton why are the gun why where are the ass boys fucking announcing that? Thank the ass you. boys have an issue with <laughs> FTR. Okay, so the best I can fucking decipher this is that the Ass Boys confronted FTR backstage about challenging for the AEW tag team titles because they are apparently the rankings came into storyline at this point. And the fucking Ass Boys and FTR were neck and neck or something. And then they had a match and FTR won, but the Ass Boys, I, I don't fucking know. Like, how did <laughs> how did the Ass Boys figure it's out like first? You what he was talking about there for a second. Well, see, there was a backstage segment, <laughs> and then it was like, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> how did the Ass Boys find out first before FTR did? Were they just, like, standing How does anything happen in AEW at this point? Let's be fucking real here. After Punk went yeah. out of Skyride at bought Brawl Out, how the fuck does anything happen in fucking AEW now? Yeah. Fuck! Like, I, just... I, I figured Shelby. I figured Shelby would get a kick out of like Austin and Colton Gunn announcing the Briscoes and FTR stipulation because I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I like them, but like that is just that's a weird. What that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that'd be like if they be... do, you know, that'd be like Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns having a match at the next pay per view, and then fucking Logan Paul announces the stipulation, like. Wait, what? It's a well, really well, stupid that excuse so that doesn't wait, what? make. Because Logan Paul's initial appearances on WWE TV were with Sami Zayn, so that's not a fair. Okay, then fucking bring comparison. back Bob Barker to announce it then. Like, fuck. Beautiful. You know, right, the fine. only excuse, and it doesn't make any sense, is likely because the fucking Briscoes aren't allowed on AEW television, which. <laughs> Which is why would you do the ass show. boys? But yeah, why don't I they know. just bring in the why don't they just bring in the Briscoe brother who didn't say the racial shit? I don't see why they can't like just get him on there. He apologized. Like what because the fuck? Too what many do you people want? are butthurt. <clears throat> too many people are snowflakes and they can't understand what an apology talking- means or fucking all this other shit means or fucking. When you when you're not prejudiced, but you're going along with the crowd, or when you're not fucking racist, but you're going along, they don't understand the bandwagon. They don't understand this shit. It's fucked. Well, we're talking yeah. about a world that got pissed off at a fucking skunk trying to have sex with a cat. Peppy Le Pew is fucking. Oh, great. fuck you all. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Aunt like, Jemima yeah. should still be Aunt Jemima, the same as my rice should still be Uncle Ben. Fuck you all. There's also that, isn't it BTO or who the fuck is that band? Is it BTO? That's Bachman Turner Overdrive, but I don't yeah. think they had a fucking issue, did they? Oh yeah, you oh, can't. Oh yeah, I don't know if you guys listen to country, but they're not Lady Antebellum anymore. They're Lady A. They're not the Dixie Chicks anymore. They're the chicks. Fuck off. 
Look, if I'm going to buy the first fucking album from the Dixie Chicks, it ain't going to say the Chicks on it. I don't care if the fucking price tag does or the fucking... Wait, why Why would they get rid of the, the word Dixie, not Because chicks? it's racist. Dixie is? Yeah. yeah. What's it racist for? If you the really break it down... fucking going yeah. down there, that's where it breaks into the fucking Confederates and the Civil War and all that shit. Really? It's... Yeah, yeah like... Dixie, like the Confederate flag is like, oh, deep in the heart of Dixie, you know, shit like that, you know. What the fuck? <laughs> what the yeah. Fuck? Where have you been for two fucking years? No, it's Three trying to stay the hell away. That. Trying to stay the hell away from social media, if I'm being honest. Apparently, so you don't yeah. have to take your truck and drive as far north as possible because he's, everything's he's, gotten he's been, fucked up. He's been up north. <laughs> everything has got fucked up, wish. Shelby. I don't know what you're fucking missing here, but everything has gotten fucked up. Well, I know that. All of it. All of it. Fucking money, fucking sickness, fucking celebrities, all this shit. It's all, right all there, fucked Jim. Right there, Jim Leahy. <laughs> Might as well uh, get drunk. Well, whatever the fuck you want. well maybe, uh, maybe 2023 will be a better year. Hey, speaking of 2023. Um... Yeah, but there is going to be one sad thing happening in 2023 that we already know about, and that is the final year of Dustin Rhodes wrestling. Mm. Yes, he has announced that 2023 will be his final year of wrestling here, and uh, what a hell of a run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the greatest. All right, not welcome. Moving on. Um, no. <laughs> I think they should build it to whoever beats him in the end it makes a big deal cuz i think he should lose his last match but it should without mean cody and AEW, that's not going to mean something you know what sorry it's not going to mean yeah. shit no i think they should do He'll a story lose on to fucking kip sabian on a fucking free show or no something. what they should do at around like the 6 month mark like 6 months into the year Start a storyline where, like, he wants to be the world champion before he retires, right? Then kind of have him chase the AEW world title. Have him kind of chase that, you know, kind of have some bumps in the road. Last match, title versus career. We think Dustin's finally going to do it. And, hey, 8 o'clock already. Dustin's (laughs) finally going to do it. And then he loses that match, and that sends him out. I don't – I just – I don't know. I feel that feels flat. You know, if if it ends up being a storyline, great, but I know it won't because Tony Khan sucks fucking ass. Well, it's just gonna be like when Jushin Thunder Liger retired a couple years ago, and he's just gonna. It just isn't gonna mean shit. It isn't gonna mean shit unless he goes back to WWE. I think when they did the Cody Dustin match, he should have just retired. Maybe came back for the tag. But I really think he should just retire. Or Papa H can fucking book that match at SummerSlam and be like, all right, Dustin Rhodes, we're going to fucking have you and Cody at SummerSlam. Fucking here you go. Now, if they could do something to like what they did in at, at Double or Nothing, I think that would be kind of cool. I think Papa H could do that. Tony definitely can. That fucking guy. He already did it once. Yeah. He did it once, but that was also fucking three years ago. I and mean, now it's at a point where if you can't fucking keep William Regal, and if you can't fucking figure out how to not hosh up fucking storylines and fuck up everything, like fuck, <laughs> fucking guy doesn't belong anywhere near fucking. Dixie Carter would be better off fucking 
running AEW, and she fucking sucks balls running. AEW. I don't know. I don't know. Male they fucking have more fans right now. Fucking hair. Curly Sue down in Jacksonville can fuck right off. <laughs> He's hot on AEW. Is this like your new gimmick for like the fucking show? Just be mad at everybody. I don't know. Maybe we'll see what happens. You've been like this for like three weeks now. Look, <laughs> it's that time of year where you're angry. Well, no, it's not anger. It's just emotional because you know it's gray and shit outside and snow and fucking rain and all this other horse shit. Listen, we can't help it that you cry every time you see an SUV. That's not on us. Look, <laughs> I drive an SUV. Yeah, that's true. Actually. <laughs> Shall we see it? I drive an SUV. You push a button, the trunk closes. You fucking push another button, fucking, <laughs> it's fucking great. So fuck you. What the fuck? Why was that for selling point? Okay. I mean, it's what kind is- of more an economy US SUV than anything. He sees heated leather seats. Fucking, you can fucking push a button, close the trunk, you know, to fucking pull it down there. There's lots of room. Comfy seats at that. Fucking. I get fucking satellite radio. I don't know why I didn't pick you up. Because why would I fucking drive to Hamilton to drive back to Kingston? Kingston's only an hour away. Oh, because you're a good friend? Well, I mean, yeah, well, he's but still fuck. <laughs> he's not that good. Yeah, I don't blame him. You fuckers well, want to drive to America. I, 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 I want to bring you back, pal. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't really want to drive an hour out of my way to go pick you up either. So, I mean, you not wanting to drive four hours out of your way makes sense. <laughs> you fuckers won't drive to America to get me. What did I say about you? I've never fucking... been to the States. Oh, I've yeah. been there. I do want to go oh, for a right. Holy fuck, the news is taking forever. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, because you keep getting sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. This is the final news article here. It shouldn't take long because uh, this is about Shelby, one of Shelby's favorite people here. Um, I'm sure Nick has heard about it. Maybe Shelby has, but probably not because he hates this person. But um, (laughs) there's going to be a big name at Wrestle Kingdom 17 this year. Shelby, have you heard about this? I have not. There's going to be a big name uh, coming to, and I'm kind of confused on how this is working. I'm going to discuss this. Uh, But Wrestle Kingdom 17, a.k.a. New Japan's WrestleMania, uh, that happens in January. Sasha Banks coming to oh, Wrestle God. <laughs> But this is this is how it's confusing to me because technically they're suspended indefinitely from WWE and their contracts are frozen. So essentially her and Naomi are still under contract to WWE. They're just suspended. So how are they able to to do deals with New Japan and I can understand maybe the modeling and acting I can probably understand that one. But like how are they able to appear for fucking New Japan? Well, New Maybe Japan, it has something to do with Carl the Anderson is also the same kind of thing because he's the never open weight champ. He's now got an appearance lined up. Fucking, I just, I don't know because we don't know what Sasha Banks's fucking contract status is with WWE. So because we don't know her contract status means we're all just going to speculate. I'm thinking it has something to do with Carl Anderson. I'm thinking Sasha's always still been under contract. And because Carl Anderson's going over Sasha Banks, use that as a kind of tipping point to say, okay, how would I go over to 
Kari Zane's the IWGP Women's Champion. Kari's already said she wants a match with Sasha. So I'm wondering if maybe like there's kind of a big deal happening where at WrestleMania we're going to see somebody like a Jay White or a Tanahashi or a fucking Will Ospreay or somebody who's big in Japan. Or two people who's big in Japan. And there's the interest for Sasha and Carl Anderson appearing at WrestleMania. I'm not going to suggest a super show kind of thing, but I wonder well, I'm if... I'm not either, but what no, I'm, but is what I'm trying what I'm trying to, yeah, that's what I was going to say too, is maybe they're working on something where they can do little deals like that. And maybe, I mean, Okada, in my opinion, if you were to choose anybody from New Japan to come to WrestleMania, it'd be Okada. But well, maybe. And Jay White, though, I mean, come on. Jay White's okay, but he's not that level. I don't think Will Ospreay is either. I mean, Okada was on top for how long? But... He was. Was <laughs> keyword though? It's like if you brought in Tetsuya and Ido, it doesn't have the same effect. Anymore. No, it does though. Okada Whereas still... with Will Osprey or fucking um, Jay White, you would still have the same effect because they're more current in the eyes of the fucking. It kind of depends how you want to use them because Will Osprey versus Roman Reigns doesn't interest me. No, but Okada versus Roman Reigns does interest me. Well, I mean, Will Ospreay versus somebody like fucking Ricochet or fucking even Gunther, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Nah. Whereas Okada versus Reigns, I don't buy because Okada is another one. Okada doesn't really, I mean, yeah, he's great, but how great can you get when you don't have the fucking current accolade and or streak or whatever? Like, I just right. don't know how... Who's the one person that can come back from acting and still be more over than anybody on the roster? The Rock. Exactly. It works for The Rock. It can work for Okada. Why? Okada's how still can it wrestling. work for Okada? It's the, he's still wrestling, and he, he's. It's not like he hasn't held the belt in ten years. But it's he's not like retired. he's coming back from acting. It's not. No, it's it's, it's different. Just, but I, I I I just don't know about Okada because. You've already beat him in the past couple of years. He's already been made to look not the best in the past couple of years. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I disagree. I honestly thought you were going to say Kenny Omega, though. And I was going to be like, wow, who's he uh, face? Fucking Twinkle Toes can <laughs> fucking lick my crack. Actually, no, no I, just, I don't I want thought, him to lick my crack. No, when you were talking about the New Japan thing, I thought it was going to be Kenny Omega's having a match at Wrestle Kingdom. No, um, no, I don't give. Hold on, hold on. I got to have a match at Wrestle Kingdom with Will Ospreay. Oh, does he? Yeah. He's oh. for the IWGP United States Championship. Yeah. Hold don't on. they hate each other? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to lose my train of thought. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. T shirt <laughs> idea. Anyway. Hold on. T shirt idea. Nick, lick my crack. Okay. All right. Got it. <laughs> is that it for the news or we got more yeah that's it that's that's the news for this week uh we had a lot of different opinions there so there we go <laughs> a lot of different um, things who's fuckable and who's a lot not. of different things to talk about yeah uh so now we're going to move on to our games we like to play our main games i should say that is it came from ebay and the three word dance and uh so because you guys were troopers and sat through backyard dogs and i don't know your opinions of it yet so next week, we're going to do a classic pay-per-view review. So whoever gets the most points tonight on It Came From eBay is going to get to pick 
the classic pay-per-view. It could be any oh. pay-per-view. They okay. So that's going to be your prize for having to deal with backyard dogs. All right. So if there's a tie, well, let's just, let's just hope you don't tie. Because <laughs> if you tie, I'm going to pick. And guess what? Yeah. Wow. No. <laughs> Wait, I could you know, we already watched again over this fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, we're going to watch it again. We're going to watch it again, though. Oh, God. Well, what if I win and I pick that? Then I kill you. Yeah, okay. Oh, shit. You know my address, though. Fuck. <laughs> then I kill you. I don't hear so maybe I could get to you first. So hot. Uh, yeah, you think so? Well, no, actually, but no. Moving on from that. Here's your, here's your first three. Your first three items are a WCW comic book. At one time, Marvel was making WCW comic books in the mid-90s. And this is issue number 10 with, believe it or not, Johnny B. Bad on the cover. Oh, no. Uh, Johnny B. Bad was on the cover, and this one was titled Not a Fashion Show. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I found that interesting. Um, Or your second item, is it a nine, uh, yeah, a 1985 Ricky Steamboat memo pad. It's just a little tiny notebook, and it has Ricky Steamboat on the cover. You just flip it up. You can take little notes and memos and such like that. Or, oh, I can't do that because that's about the same price, uh, or the same price, I should say. So let's go with, or is it the pack of 15 scripto? Lighters. These are just uh, sealed in the package lighters, you know, cigarette lighters uh, from WCW uh, that feature the likes of Goldberg, Jeff Jarrett, Booker T, Sting, and believe it or not, Vampiro. You get three packs of five. Uh, so, yeah, when I found these, this was quite interesting. I was like, wow, I didn't even know those came out. So, which one of these three items are going for the most expensive price on eBay? The lighters. Comic book points, Nick. Damn it! Yeah. The lighters are going for the price of thirty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents. Must be a pretty You're... shitty comic book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of curious what it's about. If Johnny B. Bad, if it's about Johnny B. Bad, and it's called not a fashion show, a WCW comic book from the mid '90s about Johnny B. Bad. I'm kind of curious what it's about. Yeah, but not, but not thirty-dollar curious. You know. <laughs> Um, let's go with, okay, let's go with this one right here. This is a box of WCW NWO Valentines. If you want to tell that special someone you love them for life, you know what I mean? Too sweet. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, or this is an interesting one. This is a 1989 Survivor Series ad, but not only is it a Survivor Series ad, it is also a PSA for not smoking. And the ad reads, the ad reads, be a survivor. Don't smoke. Survivor series. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was, you know. Or I mean, they did all those Undertaker PSAs, too. Uh, those are great. Or is it the vintage Stone Cold Steve Austin lunchbox? It is just one of those, like, you know, soft, you know, not like a metal one, but it's like one of those soft lunchboxes, you know, um, that features the smoking skull and a picture of Stone Cold Steve Austin on it. Which one of these three are going for? Says I made your lunch. 
<laughs> I'd buy it in a heartbeat if it said that. <laughs> uh, which, one brother, yeah. going, which one of these three are going for the most expensive price on eBay? The lunchbox. Yeah, I'm going with the lunchbox as well. Points. Both of you. So, right now, Nick That's has two, two to one, baby. Yeah. Yep. Uh. So, you have to tie in order to force a tiebreaker to see who gets to pick the classic pay per view. So, let's see here. Um, okay. Is it a brand new sealed TNA DVD board game? Mm. This is much like the WWE board games, but just TNA themed. Or. Uh, oh yeah, get ready for this one. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but in case you forgot, this is a TNA Hulk Hogan T-shirt signed by Brooke Hogan. Yeah, you did mention it before. Yeah. Uh huh. Or is it a copy of Gordon Soley's Championship Wrestling Trivia Game? Oh, I want this game. Which one of these three are going for the most expensive price on eBay? What was the first one again? The TNA DVD board game. Gordon Soley. Fuck. I'm either going to lose. Well, I'm probably going to lose. I'm pretty you sure it's Gordon Soley. You you're either going to tie or lose at this point. Yeah. Um. You know what? I'll go with the... Uh, TNA board game. Points. Nick. Yeah, fuck. Yes. That is God three to one. So Nick will choose our classic pay-per-view review that we will do next week as a King of the Ring prize. 2001. Wow, that's quick. He's chosen it. Okay. <laughs> we will do King of the Ring 2001 um, as a classic pay-per-view review for a prize for him having to sit through... Uh, what is it? Backyard dogs. That's it. And I get dick All for right. it now. Do what? I get dick for it now. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and now we're going to move on dick. to our other game we play here, the three-word dance, where we give each other three words and see if we can make the connection to a certain wrestler. And I'm trying to find the page that I had picked out that I know I'm going three for three on tonight. Yeah, okay. Uh, God damn it, where is it? Can't even find your page. What the hell? Way to botch it this time. Because I had it. Because I, I was going to write some new ones down. Because I was like, all right, I'm going to get them tonight. I'm just going to write some new ones down. But then I, I found some on a page. I was like, no, I got them with these right here. You need to get some dividers and mark them off. And fucking have little tabs in your notebooks. Oh shit! Okay, there, Mister. I couldn't find tabs. my questions. <laughs> hey, fuck you! I have my dividing tabs. Yeah, well, you didn't do it for the one episode okay. we were playing the game. Me, 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 me. <laughs> I got it here. <laughs> um, your first three are Hawk, Red, Rib. New Jack. No. Huh? Too cold, Scorpio. No. Sonny. No. 
Following. No. Animal. No. Heidenreich. No. No. Terry Taylor. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hawk because he wore the ho- uh, mohawk as red rooster and rib because it said that the red rooster gimmick was, was a rib. <laughs> God damn it! Get fucked, nerd. <laughs> All right. Uh, next three words. Oh, we're done. We're done. We're going to backyard. <laughs> All right. Backyard dogs was a cute dog. Uh, hell. Breaking. Kill. CM Punk. Shawn Michaels is correct. What? HBK, man. Heartbreak Kid. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you dirty bitch. Yeah. Okay, so blue therapy right. What was the first word? Blue. Okay. Uh, Stevie Richards. Fuck. <laughs> it was blue, yeah. Oh, blue. I heard blue. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Blue World Order, fucking Dr. Stevie, therapy, right to censor. You said, fuck you, Sal. You suck. Well, that was know, a yeah, long... How the hell did you come to... How did you figure out Red Rooster? Uh, Well, uh, the Red Rooster, and then the Mohawk, and then, like you said, the Rib, because it was a Rib. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot believe that. I figured I made that more cryptic than it was. Damn it. All right. Um It was really the red and the red that gave it to me. The hawk was just kinda like, oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh I don't even want to play anymore. Um, well, we went long on the news, but we might go quick on the three word dance. <laughs> all right, let's uh all right, fuck it. Your three words are escape. Epitaph, Paul. Undertaker. God damn it! Really? Yes! Holy shit! Escape as an Escape the Undertaker from Netflix. Epitaph is something you put on a tombstone. Paul, Paul Bear. God damn it! Fuck this game. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I'm knocking it out of the park tonight. Um, Next three words. Native. No. Jewels, gold. Chief J. Strongbow? Nope. I'm just going to tell you, not a Native American. Native, jewels, gold. Is it Scott Hall? Uh, nope. Is it Razor yes. Ramon? No. Your hint is UK Takeover. Oh, shit. William Regal. Nope. Nia Jax? Nope. Ilya Dragunov? 
Nope. Walter? Nope. Davy Nakner? No. Marcel Bartel? No. Kaylee Ray? No. Blair Davenport? No. Samoa Joe? No. Tyler Bate? No. Trent Seven? No. Pete Dunn? No. Finn Balor? No. I'll give you another hint. This person has never worked for WWE that I'm aware of. Then why would UK TakeOver be the fucking hint? Well, what could UK TakeOver mean? Zach Zodiac. No. What could other words for UK TakeOver be, potentially? Paul McCartney. No. <laughs> Paul McCartney. <laughs> you're, you're starting to think along the, wrong, the right lines, though. Joe Hendry. Nope. Never worked. Nope. Never worked for WWE. Uh, Orville Brown. No. (laughs) Zack Sabre Jr. No. He worked for WWE. Yeah, he did actually. That's true. No, but he was never under contracts. No. Oh, okay. This is technicality. I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> Native being a cinnamon for cinnamon synonym for national. Jewels and gold are not are cinnamons for uh treasure. The national treasure, Nick Aldis, UK takeover being British invasion. You suck. I just like the long pause there. <laughs> it was a long pause. I was waiting for fuck off. But <laughs> you suck, game. Yeah, same thing, really. <laughs> All right, next three words. Well. Large. Exhibit. Timothy Dunn. No. I was thinking that too. I couldn't remember his name though. But you're thinking of team well done, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Big show. Well. God damn it! Cinnamon <laughs> for big exhibit is cinnamon for show. I'm fucking cleaning tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, get this one then. You ready for this one? Oh, All yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> the three words are cat, Mustafa, Santum. Ernie Lad? No. New Jack. Now, what what is it with you and New Jack tonight? Jerry Lawler. No. Jim Cornette. No. What the hell's Santum?
chat. Mustafa Santum. Or Santum, however you want to say it. Hmm. Sanjay Dutt. No. Jay Lethal. No. Hands. <sighs> this wrestler has three names. Oh, like it's a three-word name. Fuck. No. I was thinking that too. Um. It's not Rob Van Dam. No. No. The missing link. No. I think I know what you did. I just can't figure out a wrestler who uses those letters. Not letters. It's not Satnam Singh. No, I know that. How are you doing? <laughs> Try to see if you like hit it in there somehow because you've done that before too. Where it's like the different syllables made up the fucking names or something. No, you did that. I didn't. No, you did that once, and I fucking didn't know what the hell you were doing. <laughs> um, huh. Cat, Mustafa. Not Ernest Miller. Nope. This person hint. has a three-word name. I gave you the hint. Yeah. Oh. Three words. Lacey Von Eric. <gasps> no. Brett's Von Eric. No. Insert first Von Eric family name here. <laughs> no. no Don't Eric. think it's Von Eric. <laughs> oh, God. This is, why I thought, no. this is why I thought I was going three for three tonight, because I had the first two picked out, then this Dances one. with I Dudley. Was like, I was just I about to say Dances stuff. with Dudley. No, not Dances with Dudley, no. Cat. Sign guy does the kitten. No. Um, Y'all just, just let me have the one. <sighs> I think I'm gonna have to, but I'm gonna be <laughs> upset. Nick, you out? Yeah. All right, cat. Another cat-like creature, tiger. Mustafa. With you Mustafa suck. Fuck you, you suck. Tiger Ali Singh. Singh. There Fuck. you go. God Mustafa, damn it. Last name is Ali, Santinum, Santinum Singh, Tiger Ali Singh. Ah, uh, shit. That was good. That was good. Uh, it would have been better if I got the other two. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my last three. Shoulder. Xavier. Broken. Matt Hardy. Nope. Jeff Hardy. Nope. Big E. Nope. SXB. That doesn't do shit. 
Sasha Banks. Nope. Gray Helms. Nope. Shoulder Xavier. Um. Hint. Standard. Shelton, Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin. Shelton X Benjamin is correct. In New Japan, he was known as Shelton X Benjamin. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Give him the last three words. Prong. Point. Steak. Steak? Yeah. S-T-A-K-E. Ah. Undertaker. No. Prong, as in like. Camel, like like a prong, like your prong. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got it. All right. Point. Steak. Um, Randy Orton? Nope. Terry Funk? Nope. My, 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 your mother's a whore. Um, Darby Allen. Uh, Darby Allen, no hint being. Hmm. Family. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. One heart? No. Prong point stake. Family. Hmm. I got nothing. Yeah, I got fuck all. Spike Dudley. Prong point and stake are all pseudonyms for fucking Spike. <laughs> And family, of course, the Dudley family. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right, I'm done as for tonight. As soon as you said that, I saw it. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. You're going to be done for the night anyway, so fuck you. <laughs> no, nope, I'm done for tonight. Finish the show yourselves. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, backyard dog sucked, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It fucking sucked balls. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as movie 43. I'll agree. I'll agree. All right, that was it. Came from eBay and the three word dance. But before we get into a further review of Backyard Dogs, I want to give a quick shout out to the great people over at moviesrusa.net, which right now they are having a inventory reduction sale because they have so many titles 
that they don't even have listed on the website that they want to get listed. So head on over there, pick you up some titles there. And if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, moviesareusa.net is a website where you can head on over and grab hard to find TV shows and movies that are, of course, like I just said, hard to find. Uh, they are either movies that have never been released on physical media or movies that have, haven't been released on physical media in quite a long time. All released on Blu-ray, DVD by special request for movies only, unfortunately not for TV shows. Um, and if you go on over there right now during their inventory reduction sale, you can use our checkout code. What's that checkout code, Shelby? Three-way. Three-way, the word, not the number, and you will save 50% on your purchase. And if you spend over $50, you're going to get free shipping. And if you don't want to spend that much money, I know the holidays are around the corner and you're busy buying the presents for other people. But maybe the presents are coming for movies you are USA. That is true. So if you spend over $50, free shipping. But if you don't spend over $50, $5 shipping. And that dude, he ships fast. Let me tell you, man. I once got a shipment in like two days. I mean, that's how fast he ships. But international listeners, don't think we forgot about you. We look at the analytics. We know Canada's listening. That's our number one listener right there, Canada, baby. We know France is listening. We know the United Kingdom's listening. We know Germany's listening. We know the United Arab Emirates, for some reason, is listening. But hey, God bless them. Or Allah bless him. Um, I mean, hey, you know, cultural awareness, you know. That's uh, how hey, Allah works. Yeah, I think so. We we accept all religions here at the three way, except um, what's that one? The 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 Satanist, uh, not Satanist. Um, Scientologist. That's it. Fuck that one. Um, anyway, like I was saying. Um, international listeners, you can also get in on the inventory reduction sale at moviesareusa.net because they do ship international. The only bad thing is that if you spend over $50, you don't get the free shipping. I know that fucking sucks, but if you pay the exact shipping cost, you will get whatever your heart's desire at moviesareusa.net because, as you know, it is expensive to ship overseas or out of the country. Don't you start unwrapping whatever it is that you're unwrapping right now. I swear to God. <laughs> so head on over to moviesareusa.net Use that checkout code three-way Let them know that Nick, Artis, and Shelby From the three-way dance wrestling podcast Sent you and save you Some money today All right, Can I also now. say That uh, I really like the new sound bite you put in there of the ice in the glass Huh? What? <laughs> Never mind <laughs> Nobody else heard it but me <laughs> I, I heard it, but I just didn't pay attention to it because that, that kind of shit I can work through. It's just but like funny. when it's like fucking when it's like fifteen seconds, fifteen forty five seconds of. <laughs> it was just uh, it was just funny because I was going to get some more water too. <laughs> yeah. All right, now it's our review of Backyard Dogs, the movie. This movie came out in two thousand. Uh, this movie came out at the height of the backyard wrestling popularity. This is like when it was like in the news because of like these kids in their backyards, like putting each other through glass and using fucking power drills and, and, and nails and uh, actual fucking barbed wire and shit. This movie came out um, directed by, I believe, Robert Bros, I believe his name was. Um, the only big name star in here, other than a name that we'll mention earlier, 
is Emmanuel Walter Jones, of course, from Power Ranger Black fame. Black Power Ranger, man. Black Power Ranger in here. Yeah. Um, and I think the girl, she did some other stuff, too. I just can't remember. Uh, but anyway, let's get going here. Was she? I don't know. I'll fact check that later. I'm surprised anybody uh, would hire her because she fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, so let's get going. The movie starts. The movie she starts just can't act. Fa- no. The movie starts with a factoid about backyard wrestling. In 1998, there was 850 backyard feds. In 2000, there was over 18,000 of them. That Which, can't be true. It probably that, I mean, is true because there are that many fucking idiots in the U.S. I mean, dude, they had like backyard wrestling DVDs and shit. Like, I mean, this shit was hot. I know. Telling- that's that's just ridiculous. Um, we then see clips of various backyard fed clips uh, as the movie as the movie theme song plays over them, Awful. which was Backyard Dogs by <sighs> LGM. It just made me think of revolution. They really need to figure out. They really need to figure out how to fucking mix when they're playing those songs too, especially backyard dogs. I swear (laughs) that's all I could hear for the next fucking day and a half. I thought I was going to start this by saying backyard dogs. No, you mean backyard dogs? Yeah. Fuck, there was uh, one song on here that I did like, but I, I couldn't figure out what the name of it was. Revolution. Oh, probably, yeah. I was kind of looking for it, but I didn't see it. Anyways. We then see Lee, played by Walter Jones, bringing a girl to a backyard event and explaining it. And explaining it as if we're a fight club. Because he was like, what happens here stays here. And everything. I'm like, dude. Them titties, them titties were the best part of this movie. It was all downhill from there. Oh, come on. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Uh, two wrestlers are having a match. Um, <laughs> I say that. I, I use that word gen- uh, very generously. And yeah. uh, a man wins by counting his own fall, which, yeah. you know, I've seen backyard wrestling, and I don't think that really happened a lot. You at least had one of your friends fucking count it for you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> the um, fucking background actors they had for this were the worst too. This looked like the like a campy like bullshit movie. <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, we didn't see Big Ombre taking on what Jeff a fucking Wick. name, Big Ombre. <laughs> Big Ombre <laughs> taking on Death Wish or Captain Death Wish. I think they said his name was Captain Death Wish. Uh, wrestle as Lee explains to his lady friend as we come to find out her name is Christy. Uh, what backyard wrestling is. Lee then starts a business relationship with Christy. After Deathwish wins his match, he calls out the paper boy, who's our hero of the movie. What a as stupid the crowd gimmick. Chant, as the crowd ch- I know, you figure in this hardcore wrestling world, he figured like, fucking paper boy, dude. Fucking paper boy. <laughs> I mean, you, you just saw a match between Deathwish and Big Ombre. He does kind of explain it, but it's still like, dude, you're such a dweeb. (laughs) (laughs) The crowd chants for uh, Paperboy, a.k.a. Cole Davis. Nobody be chanting for him either. They'd all be like, who the fuck is Paperboy? Paperboy, Paperboy. He appears on a roof and starts a match with Deathwish. As Lee tells Christy, Paperboy has a, uh, oh, has a tag team partner. Himself, 
Lee as the Backyard Warriors. The next day, Cole and Lee tell Christy over pie at a restaurant that they want her to book them and hype them up on the internet in hopes of being invited to the Backyard Championships. Now, again, Backyard Wrestling was big, but I don't ever remember a Backyard Championship. Yeah. Yeah. All of uh, shitty movie folklore. <laughs> Christy tells Cole that the paper boy sucks. So I guess you she was yeah. reading your mind at that moment. Yeah, she's she's pretty dumb, but she's not that dumb. Yeah. Um, and tells him that her plan is to make them so viral and uh and tells him that backyard warrior sucks as well, which I love that that's her business. Like right off the bat, she's just like, Oh, I'm hired. Okay, all your shit sucks. Backyard Warriors does suck. <laughs> it's uh, also a brutal name. <laughs> while walking to the car, Christy steps in dog shit and comes up with backyard dogs as the repackage. Now that's a stupid backstory how they came up with it, but backyard dogs is a little better. <laughs> a little. Fuck that. You didn't think so? No. I don't know. It gives them a little bit more grit. Fucking backyard warriors. I mean, which one would you believe more? The backyard dogs, back dog wa- uh, backyard warriors, or backyard experience? <laughs> backyard you gotta, experience. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go with the backyard experience. <laughs> Christy continues her repackaging tour by turning Cole into Cole the Outlaw Davis. We then see Christy with a camera guy uh, staging a scene for Cole as he misses his mark. He argues that he doesn't like. Uh, where uh hold on oh like the um like what they're filming i'm sorry that's whatever did, did, did they just break into a trailer just somebody's trailer oh yeah because that fucking trailer never does come back no <laughs> they never say whose it is yeah <laughs> I, I never noticed that. it didn't come back until you said that no. <laughs> <laughs> um, they just broke into someone's trailer to film this yeah um, he doesn't agree with what they're filming as Christy counters with wrestling is show business and the male soap opera. Not Which, entirely untrue. Exactly. I was like, that's, that's actually a true point this movie makes. Yeah. We then see Christy speeding down a highway and cuts to a tattoo shop to get Cole a tattoo. Cole then throws up at the sight of the needle, which, yeah, the outlaw. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Way to live the gimmick there, pal. Yeah. Um, I don't like their shitty car, too. It looks like fucking some what? teenager like fucking... Car. Oh, it's it's all like... It looks like it's made to look like gold. It's like one of those shitty uh-huh. teenager things. I also hate uh, fucking... That's where half the budget went, that. that fucking car. Yeah, man. I bet. <laughs> the other half went to Hayabusa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where did I... Uh, pass out the side of your needle. We then cut to the dogs' first match in Modesto, California. Upon arrival, they meet Snake Snake Duggan, played by Frankie Kazarian. Mm-hmm. Who would ever know? But the dogs are disgusted that it's a trampoline, extreme trampoline fed and want to leave. But they change their mind when Snake suggests that they have a trunk match, a.k.a. the backyard equivalent to a casket match. I thought he said truck match, and I'm like, what the fuck is a truck match? And then I saw the trunk, and I'm like, oh, that's unique. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Cole wins his first match. We then see Cole entering the hotel room of Christy while she is showering. <laughs> He's like, Christy. what are you doing in there? What do you think? She's either shitting or showering. <laughs> Probably both. Christy Gross. comes up with... Um, Oh yeah, there's a there's a part I forgot that I wrote this to the side. There's a part at the wrestling match where it's it's supposed to be Cole versus Snake Duggan in the trunk match. And just a random part in the, the match, Cole just hits a random guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm like, what did he do? Yeah, I don't like, he just he was there. Yeah. Um okay. Um Christy comes up with a backstory for Cole while getting dressed. And Christine capitalizing Coleman. every other fucking word on her fucking word document. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the backyard dogs. Hey, this was 2000. That's what we did, baby. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I said here, actually. Christy and Cole share a little moment between each other. Christy reminds him that it's just business. You know? Which... You know, this was like, uh, I think it's later. Is this where he, like, pushes her up against the wall and is just like, hey, you know, like, what? I'm like, this is, like, really out of character for you. Okay. I think that's later, yeah. It's really out of character for you. Yeah, a little bit. We then see Lee dancing with the topless girl. This is when I thought I was watching a fucking porno. (laughs) 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 That scene was, like, so shittily shot. And I want to stress this. A little more titties. I want to stress this to the people listening. We watch this on YouTube. Yeah. And not like the official YouTube where it's like, oh, yeah, it's okay if we show titties. Somebody just uploaded this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cole and Lee then bet on if Cole can score with Christy before leaving. So that's where WWE stole this storyline from. <laughs> okay. I actually missed the bet. I only heard about it later. And I'm like, when was this bet made? <laughs> right here. Yeah. We then cut to yeah, Fresno, California. Whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't they in their like early 20s and he already gave up and got himself a prostitute? Hey, when you're hey, when you're on the backyard when you're on the backyard <laughs> scene like that, man, you're popular like that, man. You're going to get chicks. That's how the backyard dogs roll, prostitutes. Uh, exactly, man. <laughs> We cut to Fresno, California for the second match, and we see Alcatraz and uh, Rapture, which, if I showed up to a backyard fed and saw Rapture, fucking sign me up, because I'm going to whoop his ass. (laughs) Um, Yeah. At least, like, Alcatraz had a look where I'm just like, all right, you know, maybe. But, like, Rapture? Come on, dude. Yeah. Um. Again, paper boys not sounding too bad at the moment. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. Uh, we see Alcatraz and Rapture interviewed before their match with the Backyard Dogs. It's revealed that Lee's persona is the Mighty Ninja. I guess they're just like we're gonna call him a Power Ranger, but we don't have the rights. Yeah, they just decide to lean into it. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, as Alcatraz and Rapture call them out, um, oh, uh, uh, Cole decides that Lee should take them both on. Lee takes them on with ease until the dad of Rapture shows up telling everyone to leave. What I bet wow. that story got that a lot of pussy, yeah. 
dude, I heard what happened at your wrestling event. Your dad came and broke it all up. Shut up, man. Yeah. I'm trying to get Susie to score with me. So I put on a fucking backyard wrestling show. <laughs> yeah, then your dad showed up. Shut up. Jesus um, Christ. We didn't see the dogs preparing for their next match when, okay, there, there's a part here. You know, this is where we get the, the one of the main villains of the movie. Um, they're recording him. Right? Yeah. He's like, what are they, what are you recording for? Blah, 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 you know, and he's just like, all right, well, I want fifty dollars, which I'm about to say here. Otherwise, I don't sign the release. And he's just like, he says, what the Lord of Pain wants, I get something like that. So I wrote down here, like, okay, uh, preparing for the next match when Lord of Pain realizes that they're shooting a documentary, he wants fifty dollars to sign the release. Come to find out, that's not even his fucking name. <laughs> his name is Voodoo Jones. Oh fuck, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he says that where he's just like, what he says something like, well, what the Lord of Pain wants, and and I'm just like, oh, okay, so that's his name, you know. So I'm writing that down, and then I'm just like, and then when they introduce him for the match, they're like, Voodoo Jones. I'm like, what? Didn't he just say his name was Lord of Pain? Maybe that's you know? just like a nickname that they just forgot to mention again. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, they yeah. left out that piece of exposition there. Yeah. Um, we see that this match will be half work, half shoot. As they discuss the signal, they keep uh, calling as, it shootout though, and it it was weird. I'd never heard it called shootout before. Shootout, yeah, yeah. Um, as uh, Voodoo Jones will rub the top of his head, um, the Voodoo and his partner, the Mad Skater. Anybody know who plays the Mad Skater? He looked familiar. Uh, pro Skater Mike Bellelli. Ah, who actually does some pro wrestling as well. Right. Uh, they then have a worked match until Voodoo uh, shoots on the dogs without the signal. Meanwhile, the promoter calls the cops on his own show as the match continues. Voodoo working over Lee. Voodoo has the win when the car when the cops arrive and the promoter and Voodoo escape. I'm so they were able to follow it up until this point. Fuck. Does does this promoter own the motel as well? <laughs> Because they were having the match in like a parking lot of a motel. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. And it was funny because like everybody's running from the cops and they were all like yelling, run from the cops. Cops are here. And you see like, uh, oh, what's the, the two lead characters are just like slowly getting out of the ring. <laughs> no uh, urgency whatsoever. They were hurt. They were selling. I guess. <laughs> they were living the gimmick, man. Yeah. Um, Chrissy cares for Lee and Cole at the hotel that night as Lee and Cole try and convince Christy that wrestling is cool because Chrissy just doesn't get it. Well, yeah. Not surprising. Why the fuck is she promoting it if she just doesn't get it? Because she's just promoting they, Just well, fuck no, this they made, movie. No. They made a point earlier that she apparently has some legal bills that she's taking care of. Yeah. She's doing this with yeah. Okay. Fine. Aren't they all Fuck supposed to be in college too? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Spending a lot of time um, with studies. Lee goes to lay down, leaving Cole and Christy alone. Christy reveals that Bob and Voodoo got away with all their money. We find out that Christy's legal problems stem from accidentally putting an underage girl nude online. So there you go. There's that. Oh, good. Um, see, in 2000, 
And see, in 2000, when that happened, it was just like, oh, my God, that happened? You do that today? Oh, my God, they'll fucking pin you to the fucking cross. They yeah. do that today, you're a pet. You're definitely a pedophile. Yeah. By accident or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lee returns to reveal that Bob is in Sacramento, and they plan to go see him in the morning. The dogs find Bob and goons, I guess. Um, yeah. And a goon... And a goon tries to attack Lee, but he easily fights him off. They get 50% from Bob, 50% of the money, uh, even though it was supposed to be 60-40. Which, that doesn't make any sense. Go back to there, they're just like, well, let's split. They're like, the winners get 60%, the losers get 40 I'm like, but if it was a work shoot, how does that work? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Uh, I you know? guess whoever wins the match. I guess, I mean... Um, <clears throat> at the uh, okay, at the hotel, Christy wakes up. Cole, oh, Christy wakes up Cole to tell him that he went viral. Lee is upset that he isn't. Oh yeah, because they went viral because they beat up the guys at the fucking hotel. Lee is upset because he isn't mentioned, and he is butthurt about it, man. I swear he is just. He is. Christy butthurt. gets an. In- he is. Chrissy gets interview gets an interview for the dogs and makes them work out half naked. Uh, we then see a promoter, aka uh, I forgot his fucking initials, but his name is Nash. Um, we then see a promoter that finds the backyard dogs website and he likes what he sees. Cole is not happy. <coughs> yeah. Cole is not happy about uh, having fans decide. Who Christy should date? Because during that interview, Christy said, "Hey, you know, which one of these guys should I date? You guys decide." In that like, workout scene, she reminded yeah. me so much of Sunny. Just the way she was walking around and talking and stuff, I could just picture yeah. like Sunny in the WWF. And then she was doing Sable's fucking uh, whatever that grind thing is she used to do. Yeah. Which is really weird. I'm like, did she just watch a little bit of women's wrestling from the 90s to come up with like her character for this? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because yeah. they do name drop some uh, like actual WCW and WWF names later. Yeah. Um, uh, where am I? Christy and the dogs show up at their fourth match. Cole refuses the match because the kid is underage. But Voodoo. Voodoo Jones appears and beats up the kid, beats up the underage kid and Cole using barbed wire on Cole. Cole tries to fight back, but Voodoo takes him out. Lee makes the save for a moment before dispensing the lead. Cole then tells Christy that from here on out, they only do backyard feds that do things right, which I'm like, did any of them really do them right? Yeah, I don't know what he's talking. The only like thing he could be talking about is like not wrestling kids, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. You know. <clears throat> we then see a photo montage of the dogs winning, aka just pictures from previous matches. Um we then see Nash the promoter talking to Christy about the decision on the backyard championships. Christy and Cole get playful in bed. Lee gets jealous and leaves. Which... I mean, I get kind of annoyed when like my friend and his girlfriend are going at it when I'm laying next to them. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, they weren't boyfriend and girlfriend yet. I either way, I'd still be annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> two of my friends are just going at it. They were ignor- especially because they were ignoring him too. Like, hey, should I leave? Yeah. And they're just like, oh, 
Mm, yeah. Like, hey, you guys want to be alone? Mm, mm, like, he's like, fuck this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. He was in the right there, I think. Yeah. Uh, we then see a cage set up in Bakersfield. Lee is gearing up when Christy wants to talk to him about the night before. Lee doesn't want to talk about it, which, again, I think that's justified. Uh, yeah. Lee then finds out that Cole is leading the Christy fan vote and is upset again. That time he's not. Um, Lee tries yeah. to call off. The, Lee tries to call off the bet with Cole, but he refuses. See, and this is where I think it, Cole starts to like, quote unquote, live the gimmick a little bit too much. Like he's starting turn to live heel. the out. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even say turn heel, but he's just yeah. starting to live the outlaw gimmick. Like, no, nah, I can't turn off the bet, man. You know. Yeah. I gotta tag that shit now. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, it leads to an implosion between the two inside the cage. Lee, de- Lee declares he is the best of the backyard dogs as he leaves the cage, and Lee reveals the bet to Christy. Uh, Lee reveals he lied when he told Christy that he told people Christy was just his friend. Burn. Um, <laughs> you ever lie to me, Lee? Yeah. I lied when I told people you were just my friend. Um, that that if this movie was ever nominated for an Oscar, that would be the scene they show right there. You know? Yeah, um, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we then see a montage of various matches that Cole and uh, Lee are having solo instead of a team. Christy and Cole are at Nash's house, and he reveals that. Cole is in the main event of the Backyard Championship against none other than Lee, the Mighty Ninja. Um, which, come on, anybody could have saw that one coming. Yeah, it's not that difficult. Uh, <clears throat> we then cut to Beverly Hills for the Backyard Championship. This um, was a very strange scene. Just with yeah. like all the old people sitting at tables. Yes, that's oh god, I was hoping you'd say I wrote that it's, down next to it's, it. It's it's almost like um back in St. Louis in like the well, I think their territory started in like the thirties or forties, probably the forties. Mm-hmm. Um, but they it was weird because they'd have like it was like a fine dining experience where like people be in like fancy dress sitting at like these white cloth tables watching like dudes go at it in the ring. If you ever see any footage of like St. Louis, it's bizarre. It kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, because like I wrote that, like I was <clears throat> writing the scene and everything. And then I just noticed, I was like, there's like a lot of old white people here. Yeah, yeah. Why would they be here watching backyard wrestling? Yeah, like backyard, I did. Wrestling. backyard wrestling was a very taboo thing in the 2000s and shit. But like, but I highly doubt that these rich Beverly Hills white bitches would be here watching it. It was kind of cool how, like, they didn't, like, make them get up and, like, scream and shit. It would just be like, if something happened, they would just, like, politely clap. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, oh. You hit him with that barbed wire. That oh, was nice. Yes, yes. Oh, very good. good. Very good. Yeah. Um, it's almost Nash like they're hyped... watching, like, a sideshow. <laughs> Nash hypes the main event of Cole and Lee with the, uh, apparently, the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Which, yeah, uh, in a way. Yeah, they were trying to hide that fucking, exactly. that logo, though. They were trying to hide yeah. that logo on the top rope. <laughs> uh, Cole does a promo calling out Lee. Lee comes out with a promo of his own. Cole and Lee realize they can't fight each other. Oh, the bromance. Yeah, those promos were awful, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck. Um, you you could tell it was just somebody that like you know. Let me watch a few wrestling promos. See if I can just come up with. Yeah, something. it, it reminded week. me of like. Have you ever seen the South Park episode of wrestling? Yeah. Oh my god, it reminded me of that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they realize they can't fight <coughs> each other when Voodoo Jones appears and a partner, just some random goon, comes out, turning it yeah. randomly into a tag team match. Which okay. Um, Lee gets worked over. Lee makes the save, and Cole and Lee work as a team to dispense of voodoo and partner. Cole suggests uh, they get out of backyard wrestling. Nash agrees and gives them a match for the FMW in Vegas, which, uh, you know, you guys can see the episode of Dark Side of the Ring on uh, FMW. I still need to watch that one, but FMW was around then, and that's like the premise throughout the whole movie that Lee wants to wrestle as part of the FMW. Well, here they go. They get that. Christy is not happy with it. Uh, and leaves, which I'm just like, fuck, can any of these characters decide what they want? Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, it's dumb. one thing when I'm just, it's one thing when I'm just watching this for mindless entertainment, but like when I'm watching this to write down the plot, I'm, I'm noticing a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, How could you not but, really? You know, Cole comes to her hotel room and bursts into her room and tells her he loves her. And then they finally share a kiss. I think this was the scene where, like, I was like, going to say, her up. yeah, yeah, yeah. He pressed her. I'm like, this is really out of character for him. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think this, this is where he this... really starts living the outlaw gimmick and shit, you know, but whatever. <clears throat> it's a fucking movie, you know. Yeah. Uh, Cole, Cole and Lee are waiting for a car. Uh, the car shows up. They get in to find legendary wrestler Hayabusa. Wait, <laughs> did you notice this scene? <laughs> let me see. If, let me see if it's what I think you're talking about. Go ahead. Is it the fact that it was raining on one side of the yes! car, and fucking yes! sunny on the other? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's I've funny. I something was wrong there. <laughs> yeah. Like when it the shadow off the one guy on the one side of the car, and the other side is just like thunderstorm. When it's Cole and Lee, it's like fucking raining on the back window, but when they show Hayabusa and the other guy, it's like bright and sunny. <laughs> They're in yeah, the I've always noticed right. that about this movie. So, so you can tell they filmed this in two different fucking places. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Hayabusa tells Cole and Lee that their FMW opponent is dangerous, and Hayabusa encourages him to train. Um, suddenly crazy Casey appears while training with Hayabusa and attacks Hayabusa. Hayabusa easily gets rid of Casey, which this is like, uh, this is where I'm like, my brain kind of broke here a little bit. Cause I'm just like, okay, backyard wrestling where supposedly it's a shoot. Yeah. Casey shows up during a training session, attacks Hayabusa. Hayabusa gets rid of him. Like he's a fucking Putty, putty patrol member what the fuck is going on yeah is this work is it you know I, like it's so yeah weird. it's a little of everything uh we then see vegas christy is worried about cole and lee's match hayabusa tells him to lose tells him to bail on the match and lee and cole agree yeah that's how you start i thought that uh what, what was that guy's name the villain yeah Crazy Casey. I thought he looked like Sam Lasko. Nick. Oh, fuck. Fucking dirty Sam. 
<laughs> caveman Sam. Um, the dogs I enter. <laughs> the dogs enter the ring. Uh, Casey comes to the ring with his new tag team partner. Oh, I wonder who it is. Voodoo Jones appears. This motherfucker just don't know when to quit. Got to hand yeah. it to him though. Got to yeah. love his resiliency. Yeah. Uh, Lee is trying to tag Cole, but he refuses. Cole leaves as uh, Cole leaves as Lee is getting beat in the ring. Cole then makes the save with a big dive off the fucking whatever that was there. Yeah. Um. Then uh, and then Lee returns again as. They double team voodoo. They seemingly hit their double drop kick finish because they hit that about twice on Casey and win the match. Christy then reveals that she loves Cole as the movie ends, as the song Backyard Dogs by LGM (sighs) plays again over the credits. Certainly did, didn't it? It wasn't as bad as movie 43, but it might as well have been once or. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with the not as bad as movie 43, but it was still pretty bad. It was bad in a low budget kind of way and Mm. just like a shitty story that didn't really make sense. I also didn't like the slow-mo scenes and there were way too many driving scenes. And I really wish that somebody could figure out how to fucking sound mix this properly. I gave it a two out of 10. From, like, a mindless entertainment standpoint, from, like, it's so bad, it's good standpoint, I'm, I I got to give it, like, a seven. But, oh, like, no. after, taking, after taking notes about it and everything, like, if I were to just, like, really sit down and, like, as a film critic, I will give it a three. Yeah. You know? But, like, just mindless entertainment. Because sometimes I can just pop in this movie and just fucking just have a grand time with it. You know, it's funny. I actually watched this movie twice. Did you really? Kind of. So last Saturday, was it last Saturday? Yeah, it was last Saturday night. I was kind of sitting at home and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I threw on fucking this movie, but I was like fucking, I don't know what I was doing. I must have been playing games or something in the background. I was not paying that much attention. I was like, fuck, now I got to watch it again. (laughs) 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 Fuck, watched it a second time. (laughs) Because, like, you know, I've always been a wrestling fan my whole life and everything. So, like, when this movie was, like, on the blockbuster shelf, and I'm like, all right, let me read what this is about. And I read it. I was like, all right, you know, fuck, it's wrestling, you know? So, like, from, like, a wrestling standpoint, I'm just like, all right. Because, like, this is one of those movies where, like, it doesn't entirely insult me as a wrestling fan. No, no, I mean, no. You know, um, and that, and you know, I and like I was saying earlier, when uh, or uh, no, it wasn't earlier. This was earlier today. Like I was explaining to people today, like you know, if you go look at some shit, where like you can watch like sitcoms and shit, where like you know, you'll lock somebody in a Boston crab and they'll start counting to three and shit. That's when I feel insulted as a wrestling fan. Yeah, you yeah. know, here yeah. they, you know, they they know some terminology. Yeah, they may get some of it wrong, like shoot out and shit yeah. like that. You know, um. I mean, also, you got to look deeper. There are some messages there. You know, don't fight kids underage. Yeah. Um, The other thing to consider, too, is it's backyard wrestling. It's not really like, you know, actual pro wrestling. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it uh, it, if kid me got a hold of this back then in the 2000s, I probably would have enjoyed it. 
but yeah. yeah, watching it now in my 30s, I'm like, this this fucking movie sucked. Yeah, like I said, if I would have just popped this in and watch it, I would have been like, fucking yeah, you know, like I said, it gets a seven out of ten from like so bad it's good. But like, right. yeah, after sitting there waiting plot and everything, I'm just like, all right, I see what I see what's so bad about this. Mm-hmm. So that's why from that standpoint, I'll give it a three. And we are never watching this movie again either. But we're going to do it for our new podcast, Second Chance, where we no. give a second no, chance. No, we don't give anything a second chance. I'll never watch title. this and or movie 43 again. It's not going to happen. Okay, so there's only two movies left in the world, and you have to watch one. Movie 43 and this. Which one are you picking? This. This. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. So that was our review of Backyard Dogs. What's um, next? This is. Do what? What's next? Oh, well, <laughs> technically, Nate's. Oh, I got a fact of the week. Uh, but yes. let me just. Hold on. Uh, but that was our review of Backyard Dogs. This movie is available as of right now on YouTube. So if for some reason you want to check it out and see what's uh, see what's good about it and what's bad about it, check it out. Uh, again, Walter Emanuel Jones, the original Black Power Ranger, is in this movie, as well as a cameo from one Frankie Kazarian and Mike Bellelli, uh pro skater, if you're a pro skater fan. So check it out. All right. Now let's move on to Nick's fact of the week, which he usually gives us a little factoid. Uh, there's a little tidbit. So in 2007, according to Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar contacted Kurt Angle about coming into TNA for the same deal that Kurt Angle had. And TNA was not willing to offer Brock Lesnar that same deal. Really? I'll bet you it was basically because we don't have enough money to do that. (laughs) But yeah, they dumped that much money on Hogan and Bischoff. Yeah. Yeah, from the story I read, uh, like him and you know, him and Kurt are friends. So uh Brock was like, How much are you making there? And Kurt's like this much, and Brock's like, What? If you give me that much, I'll come in. Well, and especially considering the schedule too, compared to WWE schedule, right? Yeah, and he went and asked, and they're just like, We just can't give out that much money right now. If they got yeah. Brock and they had Angle and they had guys like Joe and Styles and like all that, um, and they really knew how to manage it. I think they'd still be like viable competition. Well, at that time, Paul Heyman was being talked to about coming in as the head of creative. Seeing if Paul Heyman came in as the head of creative, that would have made a huge difference. That would have been would interesting. Have, yes, but it didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it would have made any difference to be honest. If they didn't get Hogan and Bischoff in later, I think it might have. And they didn't force Jared out as well. Because, I mean, you can argue about him in the ring, but he was holding that company together until, you know, Dixie took control. I think them going live every week would have helped, but them going to Monday so that fast. That was dumb. That was really dumb. And even Jeff Jarrett like said I always was, said, it wasn't his I always decision. Said that, I always said them going live every week would help. Because, I mean, them recording, like, fucking 15 weeks of television in a month was just fucking ridiculous. Because somebody like me, I can just read mm. it and just be like, okay, cool. I know what's going on for the next 15 weeks. I don't need to fucking watch it. Yeah, see, you know? and it was but different back it, in the day when Raw started and they'd film one week and go live one week, right? Like, back then you didn't yeah, really have like the yeah. way to but fucking like, get those results. But if you go live every week, then, okay, that gives me an incentive to fucking tune in every week. 
Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why like Dynamite has been so successful is like they didn't try to take on the competition right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they took on NXT, but it was like, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> like I think I think what I this is my personal opinion. I think if Dynamite is able to get a steady 1.5 every week, I think move them to Monday. They're not going to get a steady 1.5 though. They're fucking way down. They started at a yeah. mill this week, and by quarter hour, they were at like eight hundred thousand. <laughs> Not this week, sorry, last week. I don't know about this week. Yeah, that's rough. All right, now we're gonna move on to our game we like to play here sometimes called "He Said What." This is one of Shelby's favorite games that he likes to play <laughs> here. This is where we put in a we put in a funny little mouthpiece here that makes our speech sound a little weird, and then we say wrestling related phrases. Uh, and see if each other, if we can decipher what we are saying here. Um, so I have two categories tonight. I don't know about you guys. I do. I do too. All right. So do y'all want A or B? A. Abba. All right. So A, it is stables. All right. Stables. All right. Let me get my score here, which I believe Nick is in the lead, I believe. Yeah, I think Nick so. or I. Yeah, it's me I and Nick, Nick. One or two. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, uh, You're not in the lead of shit. Shy, X. Actually, I think you might be in the lead of three word dance. Yeah, I'm not in the lead of all of these. I just don't know that time. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I hot. Ardvark. Riot Squad. Nah, I hot. Riot Squad. No. no. Spirit Squad. No. Uh-huh. Killer Elite Squad. Yeah, Hard he fart. went on a hiatus. Asshole. No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Our dark. Our dark. Our hot. Okay, nothing. Um. Gun club. Nah. Our hot. Fucking hell. The ass boys. Nah. <laughs> That's not really their name though. I don't know if they'd count as a stable. Uh that does sound like Riot Squad. Guys it now? Well, uh, yeah. Job squad. There it is. Ah yes. <clears throat> Off the rule here. All right. Yeah. I have the job squad uh, two. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I America's most wanted. No. Technically, they'd be a... again. 
Something in an I Eichner. Eichner. <laughs> it's a long name. Mine is Meinmar. I heard fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) The inner circle. Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah, I've got nothing. One more time. American Alpha? No. No. That's a tag team. Yeah, I know. That's why I kind of said it. Yeah. World's greatest tag. That's a tag team. Fuck. All right. No, I got nothing. All right. Nightmare Collective. Oh. Oh. Hey, nice one. Hey, hey. Nah. <laughs> New day? Nah. Hey, hi. Decay. Decay. There it is. Ah, decay. Mm. All right. Mm. All right. Uh. <laughs> Did you do that with the fucking thing in? Yes. <laughs> All right then. All right, let me try again. <laughs> I just needed confirmation. An hour berry. Annihilate. Annihilate. No, Annihilate. No, Annihilate. I'll take it. And the Mena- last one? Menagerie? Menagerie. Yeah, it Menagerie. was in TNA. Oh. Alright, last one. Ah, ha, ha. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Rental non. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you suck. <laughs> Is that I a got nothing for this one. Hold on. We're not done yet. Ha 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 ha. Fuck. Misfits in action. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 
Uh-huh. Assholes hard. Yeah, there you go. Assholes hard. You got it. There you go. <laughs> Tell me, Shelby, who's in that elusive group of assholes hard? <laughs> Uh, Billy Gunn and his gun club. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last time. Ah, ha, ha. God damn. Nah. No. I've got nothing. Yeah, uh, again? Ah, ha, ha. They're not a tag. They're not a stable. It's not the. Mm. Yeah, I give it. yeah, I give it. The reptile tribe. No oh, fuck. Where are they from? From Lucha Underground. Oh. All right. Is that me or Nick? I won. All right. Nick goes next. Okay, so this one's ROH champions. Oh boy. Mm. Orville Brown. Yeah, the famous uh, 1940s run of uh, Orville Brown and the ROH World title. Okay. <laughs> Jay Lethal. James Gibson. James Gibson. Yeah, James Gibson. There you go. That's Now I have him to get there. Nigel McGinnis. There you go, there you go. Yes, sir. Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin? Yeah. So I got a Jonathan Gresham. Jonathan Gresham. There you go, there you go. And Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. There you go, yeah, yeah. So Jay Lethal twice. Jay Lethal nope. wasn't the first one. I didn't oh, get that right. Yeah. One? James Gibson was the first one. Yeah. Oh, so I got to James Gibson. Oh, okay. I think I might have said it first, but it doesn't really matter. No, you didn't. All right. Uh, now, mine is uh, first one's December events. So, December pay per view events, basically. All right. Ah. Okay. Yeah. December to dismember. That's How the bacon? I how the how the bacon? Ray Howerhausen. Oh, New Year's Revolution. Yeah, no, that's not the sir. 
final resolution. Final resolution. Final resolution is correct. Fuck! And you right. Ha ha. Final battle. Final battle. Final battle is correct. New Year's Revolution is not a December pay per view. (laughs) 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 All right. My last one. It's probably an easy one here. Title The category is 24 7. These are 24 7 champions. All right. All right. Matt Hardy. No. Jeff Hardy. No. Fat Hardy. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so much like that Hardy. It does. What? Are you singing Itsy Bitsy Spider? Dude, no, no, no. Great I songs. Julian Hall. Hi. <laughs> Ian Riccoboni. Please tell me I, when he was 24-7. I have absolutely nothing. What's that? What? Please tell me when Ian Riccoboni was 24-7. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> no. Glenn Jacobs. No. Jinder really Mahal. No. Hi. Reggie. I dare tell you, you suck. <laughs> I got nothing. I got fucking nothing. Bad Bunny. Oh, Bad Bunny. Oh, I forgot he was 24-7 champ. Um, Tucker. Tucker? Yeah, yeah Tucker. Tucker. Eric. Mm. Beer. No. Eric. Eric? There you go. Ah. Hi, O'Neal. That is O'Neal. There you go. The last one. I have. The Revival. No. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Okay, now he's trying to sing a Creed song, I think. <laughs> All I heard was higher. No. No. Cedric Alexander. No. I have no fucking idea. Ah. David Otunga. No, 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 I had a song. I said it. What? I did it in the butt. And then what? I have nothing. I got it. Yes, you got it. What? <laughs> I still have nothing. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll give. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Lately, I've been, I've been Who the thinking, fuck is marshmallow? I want you to be you know happier. No, I, I know what a marshmallow is. Happier, uh, I've eaten a couple marshmallows in my life. The DJ, the singer, or uh, he does those songs and shit. What songs? Okay, well, the next one is fucking tag teams. <laughs> We're moving on. I guess it's so. <laughs> all time tag teams, no matter which fucking company. So, so Orville Brown and tag team partner. Shut up. Orville <laughs> Brown and Orville Brown. Three minute warning. Three minute warning. Uh, Three man band? Uh, Midnight Express. Midnight Express. Kali and the video. Kali and the video. <laughs> That's what I heard. Kali, I heard Kali returns the video. <laughs> Kali, I heard Kali and William Regal. No. That's what I heard too. <laughs> Kali, I heard Kali. William Regal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he acclaimed. Fan, uh, fucking Phantasmo de la fucking whatever the no. hell. No. Legato, Legato del Fantasma? No. The Nacho Haraka. Nacho's Bel Grande? Nacho Disaster. <laughs> Natural oh, disasters. natural disasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we natural go. Natural disasters. All right, my last. Uh, he said, "What here is wrestling actors? So, wrestlers that have switched over into acting or done acting at one point or another." Ah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. John Cena. Okay. Right, Second. Ha ha. Paul Hogan. 
Pain today. <laughs> yeah. The big show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Kazarian. Thank you, Kazarian. And I. Yeah. What? Yeah. The rock. Yeah. Mural. Mural? Mural is correct. Ah, mural. All right. So that was he said what? And now this is where we usually move on to our vintage pick of the week. And I think my vintage pick of the week is actually going to shock y'all this week, I think. <clears throat> so this is where we usually give y'all a vintage pick, something that we think y'all should seek out, whether it be a match, a, a promo, a commercial, something we think y'all should seek out and find and watch it. So, uh, Nick, what's your vintage pick of the week? Nick Aldis versus Cody for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship from All In. Mm. Good match. Good match. Uh, mine is from the Royal Rumble 1991, the Rockers versus the Orient Express. Mm. Uh, I was scrolling Facebook today, and a random match came up. It is a dark match from Richmond, Virginia, from uh, I think 2000. I want to say three or four or something like that. It was uh, one Brock Lesnar taking on Mr. Perfect. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was no emergency airline door in sight, but um, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for somebody to get that. Uh, but it was, it was really, it was really cool seeing like Brock Lesnar actually like wrestle, you know, cause like nowadays it's just like fucking yeah. Lesnar, you know, Eat, sleep, uh, suplex, repeat. Yeah, it's pretty much that. You know, it was, it was actually like weird seeing Lesnar come out, wrestle, and actually take like a clean loss and shit. Like perfect beats him with like a perfect flex, and it's like really fucking bizarre. And it's like before he has like the back tattoo and the chest tattoo, so it's like it's like fucking a one eighty from the Brock Lesnar that we see today. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people, it's it's easy to forget that, like, he's actually a collegiate wrestler and, like, he can do more than his three fucking moves, which would yeah. be nice to see every now and then, even if he just, like, I don't know, even if they just, like, ran the ropes once or twice in a match, mm -hmm. be interesting, but yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And Perfect, and Perfect did a good job of making him look good, like, I think they do, like, a lockup and, like, Lesnar shoves him down. So he's like, okay. So Perfect gets back up and they lock up again and he shoves them again and Perfect does this thing where he flies over the top rope. Yeah. You know? It was actually pretty good. I, I caught myself watching it. See, and I was and like, like, wow, this is shit, actually pretty entertaining. That's the shit that you don't really see anymore either. And it's not just related to Brock Lesnar. It's like the whole industry. And AEW is the, it can be the worst. At it. I know Nick and I have been shitting on AEW a lot recently, but. Uh, they don't do recently. simple shit like, yeah. well, more recently than in the past. I mean, especially with Nick, but um, they don't do the simple shit anymore that like gets somebody over like that. They just don't. Mm -hmm. They just do all the flips and shit. Yeah. And spots. Like, yeah, he was just doing like little simple shit like that to just get Lesnar over and yeah. shit like that. I was just, just like, like wow, oh that's actually... shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, doing stuff like that, and eventually Perfect got him. Like, I think he did like a spot where. 
perfect moved out of the way. Lesnar hits the ring post. Boom, perfect plex, and they're out of there. I don't know if I've yeah. ever seen that match before. Yeah, right? it was actually really interesting. I'm pretty sure if you type in perfect versus Lesnar dark match, you'll find it. Because it was, it, was, it was pretty entertaining to watch. I'm usually not into shit like that, but it was pretty entertaining to watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was what? just typing in Lesnar versus, and the second thing to come up was a handicap versus. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who that would be. Oh, I was like, Zach I'm trying Gallen. to think too. I was like, yeah, Zach yeah. That's funny. Uh, but, um, there's the bell, so we know what that means. That signifies the end of the three way dance this week. And with Nick's uh, two, uh, three to one victory over uh, Shelby this yeah. week, and it came from eBay, uh, we're going to be doing a classic pay per view review next week of uh, King of the Ring 2001. Uh, isn't that the year Lesnar wins? No. No, that's 2002. Oh, okay. What's 2001? Is that Edge? You'll have to watch and find out. It's Fuck Edge. off. It's the same <laughs> pay-per-view with the fucking incredible street fight between Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I can, this I can actually is that. a good one. It's probably one of the sure. better pay-per-views of 2001. Okay, I can I can roll behind that and shit. Um, so yeah, I, for those of you wondering, no, we're not going to do NXT Deadline, but we'll probably mention it or Final Battle want... apparently. Well, you should have won. <laughs> you said retro. It's not retro. Well, shit, I I would have made the exception. It will be by the time we record it. No. I suppose. <laughs> what, what if you would have won, Nick or Shelby? If you would have won, what would you have picked? I wasn't really sure, but I wasn't really thinking of final battle till just now, so I probably wouldn't have picked uh, final battle. Uh, because I it's hard because the... there are a lot that like I'd like to watch, but I know Nick doesn't have the network, so it makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, next week, King of the Ring 2001. It will be the pay per view that we will review. We haven't done a classic pay per view in a while, so I figured that'd be a nice little. Treat, you know, since y'all sat through backyard dogs for me and everything, because I just want to movie forty three. Yeah, but that was for the movie review. Yeah. Hey, the wheel chose that. I didn't choose that. I actually said you chose to put it on there. Hey, because it's a movie you hated. It was a wild card. That was your decision to put movies we hated on there. Hey, I put one I hated on there too. I I know you. You're you're the you're the creator of this chaos. And destruction of my inner hey, psyche. Like I say, uh, you know, uh, you guys are equally part of this show as I am. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now you made me lose my fucking train of thought for real this time. Yeah, I did. Anyway, next week, King of the Ring 2001. We'll probably mention the Iron Survivor match just to see if we liked it. Because uh, that's a Saturday. I thought that was actually like in a couple weeks, but apparently it's a Saturday. I had no fucking idea. Um, yeah, I had no fucking idea. Oh, I was just know. watching that match. He doesn't even like, <laughs> he doesn't even lock up with him when he does that. Brock Lesnar just like throws him out of his shoulder and he gets up. And when he gets up, Brock's facing him. He's like, fuck this. And he just jumps over the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so next time I'm the artist version one for Nick and Shelly. Be breezy.